Hi, this is Chris Robinson. Welcome to the A Day's Work podcast. As always, uh, I am flanked <laughs> with uh, with my buddy, uh, the, the the creator of A Day's Work, Tim. Is that Wallace. what I sound no, that's uh, not. <laughs> that's just that's that's me doing a voice. Is that what I really sound like? Oh god, I'm gonna be so self conscious now. <laughs> no, I have I have such a weird voice. I know I do. No, you when you so when we started this podcast, you were kind of like taking the lead on it a little bit, and and you you definitely slipped into like a radio voice. I didn't know. Did I, I? Yeah, a little bit. You're like, hey, everybody. hey, everybody. Hey, it's Tim Wolf. So no, I I, I know I do it, but like. They don't know my real persona, Tim. You idiot! <laughs> you jerk! You just are you? You just ruined it. Now if they meet me and I'm all quiet and bashful, they're gonna be like, "You're not the host." Who's Wait, who are on? you? Oh, so welcome to the. Oh, no, uh, so welcome to the day's <laughs> There's work. There's your podcast. intro. <laughs> that oh, I'm using that. That's staying in. <laughs> welcome to the day's work podcast. Uh, what do I do? I write the thing. Writer of a day's work, Chris Robinson here with my good buddy, the guy who created it all. The creator, as we like to call him, Tim Walsh. Well, thank you very much for that opening. Very, very good. That's a that's a big title. You should start introducing yes. yourself as that. Hi, I'm Tim Walsh, I'm the creator. The creator. <laughs> Dude, oh, if there... I could do that, I would totally do a Morgan Freeman voice. Hello, my name yeah. is Tim Walsh. Hello. Well, there's actually am... there's a comedian named Tyler the Creator. I don't want to steal his thunder. He's no, pretty... I don't want to get on his bad side. He no. seems cool. He's a pretty creative, creative dude. Um, I would imagine with a title like that. You've got to have balls that give yourself the, that's the thing. Like we, we've been working together on a day's work and other projects for a long time. And when I started working with you and your marketing company, you got me some business cards made up and you put down social media guru as my title. And I was I like, did. I was like, that's a lot to live up to, man. <laughs> it's like, like, what are you doing here? You're like, no, you got this. I'm like, what, what do you mean? I got this. Like, no, you're cool. You got it. <laughs> I didn't like go study in the mountains with the ancients of social media. I'm not, I'm not a guru. Like, and then that shitty movie came out with Mike Myers. I'm like, oh man, yeah. we got yeah. these business. And guess cards. who did not use his cards after that? <laughs> <laughs> I set them on fire and buried them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta have uh you gotta, you gotta have your gimmick. You gotta have your thing. Gotta live up, live up to your title. Speaking of gimmicks, ooh, segue. Um, oh. We're always trying to think. You know, when we started this podcast, we're like, are we just going to talk about the comic book every week? We're like, nobody's going to listen to that. So <laughs> we just decided to start talking about uh, stuff we like, enjoy, TV, comics, uh, toys, movies, news about pop culture and comics, like just. Whatever the hell, you know, popped into our heads. Whatever whatever Tim and I would have a normal conversation with about on, like, Facebook Messenger. So uh, we hope people are digging the show. Last couple of weeks we've been kind of testing out this format and uh, seeing if it works. Do you think it's working? I think it's doing pretty well. I like it. I enjoy it. It gives me time to chat. You know what I mean? <laughs> it gives Tim 30 minutes away from his family. It gives me 30 minutes away from my family where we can just come in our basements and, and brood and, and just let it all hang out. Um, that got, that got oddly sexual. I'm sorry. It's all right. Cause I was like, I was just <laughs> thinking the last podcast we did and we just basically slammed Casey Kasem. You know, it's just, it just happens. <laughs> that That's was, what we do down here. That was the last time we recorded. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. You said, something Oh about yeah. Casey last time Kasem. we recorded. Yeah. Last, you said Casey Kasem and then we made Casey Kasem death jokes. You want to talk about celebrities that died today? We got Jerry Lewis. 
We got Dick Gregory, the famous comedian. <laughs> Jerry Lewis died? Jerry Lewis died earlier today. Wow. Damn it, Tim. Check social media. Ah, uh, It's once, Sunday. I don't do much on Sunday. Really? You don't check so Really? No, I, I, I stay away from social media Sunday. I mean, I still check Facebook every once in a while, but nothing in my feed came up uh, with Jerry Lewis. Yeah, he died. No more telethons. No more... Uh, whatever else he did being funny in general i guess yeah, yeah. um but th- these things happen in threes and it's funny whenever this happens on twitter and it, it or on social media and it happens a lot because it really does freaking happen in threes yeah um, it's see, cre- it's creepy so you had dick gregory like yesterday jerry lewis today and then of course everybody pretty much every time they're like somebody rap betty white and bubble rap right now <laughs> <laughs> how is she still i i, I don't want to i'm not gonna even say <laughs> no, it because <laughs> I don't want it to come back to me some weird mystical way, but I want to know what she's doing. That's all I got to say, and I'm going to leave it at that. Just so much sex. Like, just, <laughs> just unbelievable <laughs> amount of sex. I was just taking a drink. <laughs> I just spit all over my mic. <laughs> the worst thing ever. Oh... Yeah, that's, oh, that's well, it. hey, there's the title to the podcast. The truth, the truth hurts. No, <laughs> <laughs> I bet we get some hits. Oh God, what search results are we going to show up in? Betty White sex. What's this? A podcast? <laughs> that's not click on this one. <laughs> that's not what I was looking for. But okay, huh, Let's go down this rabbit comic? hole. Huh, they have a web comic. Uh, <laughs> what's this about? Oh man, I'll take the pervert audience. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be my key demographic. Hey, it could work for you. Oh God, I don't even. Wow, know that, that, I don't that know how weird. to. Spin, <laughs> I don't know how to spit out of this into what we wanted to talk about. Oh man, where? Speaking of oh. old ladies, Speaking... uh, um, <laughs> oh man, that's, that's the best I could come up with. Yeah. What? what uh, Let's just carry on. It's like cut and start over. Oh, before <laughs> we get started, oh no. That was last week's gimmick. Um, what do we want to talk about this week? Oh, yeah. Last week, we started talking about Netflix stuff and everything. And, wh- and one thing we didn't get a chance to talk about I wanted to jump into was a show that we both have watched. We, we got we yes. had Last week, we were talking about shows we hadn't watched. We're going back and forth. I was telling you about Marvel stuff. You are telling me about Wet Hot American Summer. Um, one show we both enjoy and watch is Glow on Netflix. Yes, that was like a surprise hit. Yeah. I don't think anyone was really gonna see that thing take off as well as it did well i heard about it a few months ago uh probably longer than that probably about a year ago when they like decided to do it and then like i heard allison brie from community was going to be a part of it and then i didn't hear anything after that for a while till like right before it debuted it was like oh glow on netflix with allison brie and mark maron i was like mark maron mark maron i was like what (laughs) it's like what is happening um we're both big mark maron fans we actually went and saw him live together in in uh, red bank we did. It was a good time. Yeah, he's and big fans of his podcast and everything else. I'm like, look, man, if Mark Marin is signed on to this thing and it's about women's wrestling, Tim and I both huge wrestling fans. I was like, got to give this thing a shot. And then um, I was on the Comic Book Club live podcast recently with my good buddy Pete LePage, and we were talking about it there. And he was like, you haven't seen it yet? He's like, what's wrong with you? He's like, you got to like go home after this podcast and go you know, watch it. And I was like, I have a toddler. Okay. Um he but, can watch it. <laughs> no, just just again the time thing. We like we've talked about in the past, like just having time. So finally this week, I sat down uh, to watch it, 
at night after my kids in bed and my wife actually watched it with me. She was like, ah, she's like, it's about how they made wrestling back in the eighties. My wife hates wrestling. Yeah. My wife does not enjoy wrestling. And it sounds like your wife and my wife had the same reaction because my wife was like, I'm like, Tiff, can we watch, you know, at least one episode just to kind of like see it. And she's like, yeah, sure. What the heck? Owen was kind of sleeping on the couch. Like he was in and out. And uh, so we watched it, and it it was over. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to watch another episode. And before I could even say it, my wife was like, can we watch another one? I'm like, yeah. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah, sucker. And then uh, we just kept watching them, and it was like, okay, it's 10 o'clock at night now. Um, Let's just watch another one. (laughs) Well, they're short, too. Owen was passed out. Yeah. They're short too. They're only like uh, they're like under thirty minutes most of the episodes, which I yeah, was expecting. Give or like, take. Yeah, I was expecting you know like Orange Is the New Black style, like an hour long or something like that. But they were like very short and consumable. And yeah, like we could watch like two or three episodes a night. It took us about like like a week to get through just with other shows. But um, yeah, like my my wife hates wrestling to the degree that basically she's like on Monday nights when Raw is on, she's like if I walk into the living room and see you watching Raw. She's like, don't expect anything to happen physical later. It's like, jeez, <laughs> Jesus. Like, she's like, wrestling is like, not only does she not like to watch it, it's like an instant turnoff in general for her. I mean, she made the line in the sand. <laughs> so I'm like, what's Finn Balor up to? I guess I don't want to get physical with my wife tonight. Click. Meh. Um, But yeah, so she enjoyed it. Your wife enjoyed it. I think it's just because it, it had story to it like re- wrestling was yeah. really just the backdrop for the show and, it has substance yeah and i don't know about you but i didn't i never watched the original glow it was on when we were kids but i never saw it did you ever i watched see it? it i you remember did. putting it on and then getting in trouble <laughs> what <laughs> did your That's, mom think it was like porno or something what i guess yeah i mean it was on like a random time of the day she's like go outside you know you don't have to watch it. <laughs> You were watching wrestling all morning. Don't watch this now. And uh, but I do remember the craziness kind of of it, and it was just so over the top. Yeah. yeah. But it was over the top in such a good way that it stuck in my memory. Well, did you watch one thing? My wife and I did after we were done watching the show, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a second. Was uh, there's actually a documentary out about it? Yes, on there ne- is on Netflix. I, I watched it. And I watched it real late because, again, can't sleep sometimes. And I ended up passing out and then waking up and then passing out and waking up during it. So I have to kind of rewatch the parts that I missed. But I did see the documentary because it was like actually right next to Glow, you know, on the on the little panel there for Netflix. Yeah, because the documentary actually uh, the popularity of it and, and how well it was done Um like that kind of got the ball rolling for the show, because I think the documentary came out in 2012, and things always take a while. So, yeah, here we are five years later, and the show is out. But I think, uh, and I was talking to people online about it, and seeing if other like wrestling fans I follow on Twitter and stuff were into it. And for me, the best part of the show was Mark Marin. Yeah, <laughs> he's got. I mean, I wonder how much of his. Uh lines were actually like scripted opposed to just off the cuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think definitely it had to be some improvised reactions to, uh, 
some of the stuff that he just came up with. Like he probably was like, yeah, just let him go. He's a comedic genius. He's one of the best stand ups in the world. He's, you know, got the podcast and everything. Like he's, he's got a quick wits. I think a lot of the stuff and the the character just, it did almost didn't seem like a character. It seemed like Mark Maron. (laughs) Yeah. It's like if Mark Maron was involved, you know, like the eighties or where late seventies, I'm like, that's, exactly what he would look like like he'd have that haircut he'd have that mustache have the mustache yeah, yeah he, <laughs> you know that would be him he'd have that car he'd be dri- he, he might still be you know driving that car right now <laughs> smoking cigarettes yelling at these women doing coke <laughs> yeah i will say though one of the things it threw me off but in a good way was and it, this will be weird but the amount of nudity yeah. that was in this show like Early I was on. not expecting this. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of Allison Brie nudity. There was some Mark Maron nudity. <laughs> yeah, no, spoiler hey, alert. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> spoiler alert. They had to balance it out a little. Like, oh, yeah. here's Allison Brie's tits. All right, nice, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, here's mm-hmm. Mark Maron's ass. But like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> it looks so sad. <laughs> the, the upper and the downer. Like, there you go. Like, <laughs> I get it. And then a few other like tits thrown in, but um. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 just a part of wrestling, all right. Tits and butts, candies and nuts, and all this thing. Yeah, uh, that's the attitude era, right? Yeah, right. But um, no, it, it had a cool story. Just for those who haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it, but just the basis basis of the story for Glow. If you don't know anything about it, uh, it was a women's wrestling company that was started in the mid '80s, and it was basically started by a fan who had some money. And like was really into wrestling, mm-hmm. and he just he got a bunch of like female actresses together, most mostly actresses who had no wrestling experience, and just created this women's wrestling company w- with a director who was like kind of like a cult film director, and he, instead of do, he was like promised like oh you know you can fund your next movie if you direct this wrestling show, and I mean they really they they fleshed out a lot of the side characters. There's two main characters. Two two main female leads, and then Mark Maron's character, um, and, but it's just like you you kind of they they created enough backstory for a lot of the side characters and, and smaller characters that you still cared about them and they were still entertaining, and um, yeah, like Sheila the Wolf, like yeah. oh, she was entertaining. <laughs> they did a whole opening, uh, you know, scene, you know, a couple scenes with just her character, so it was good because it. You know, it jumped around a little bit, but it always stay. There's always a good focus on that show. Yeah, another one like Machu Picchu, who like she was the daughter <laughs> of a wrestler, and her brothers were wrestlers. We got a lot of of uh, former WWE guys in there too. Was, uh, yes, John Morrison, Johnny Mundo. He he was in there. Or uh, if you were an Impact, I mean GFW, I mean well, whatever it's Johnny, called. That poor It'll guy. be called Johnny Impact. Terrible. So that's a spoiler for you. Terrible name from a terrible company. Um, yeah. Tyrus, who was known as the Funkasaurus, Brodus Clay from WWE, he was in it. Um, who else? It was, it was probably a Chavo. Did you say Chavo? Chavo was in it, yeah, briefly. They had Easter egg. If you watched, we watched it. If you didn't catch it, uh, the gym is actually called Chavo's Gym. Is it really? Well, yeah. His his uncle uh, Mondo. If you watched the documentary, his uncle Mondo Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, is one of his brothers actually trained the real glow girls like the real the real company which oh. i was i was like what did you is that one of the parts you slept through might have been <laughs> there's so many Guerreros. <laughs> little nod huh, what 
Yeah, Mondo Guerrero. It's a great name. Guerreros. Great name though, Mondo Guerrero. But yeah. um yes, I mean it's a lot and also the the one uh the character of Welfare Queen was <laughs> Awesome Kong, aka Karma from WWE. Wait, that That's Awesome Kong. Are you serious? Yeah. No. Yeah, I looked it up. Like, I, I was like I was like it was killing me. I was like let me look up the cast and they were like, "Yeah, that's Awesome Kong." What? Yeah, You're kidding me. That's her. She's been. I think she's been wow. out of wrestling for a while. She had a kid. I think. A couple yeah, she years had ago. a kid. Yeah. Yep, that was her. No. Yeah. True story. <laughs> she was it's very true. good on the show. Um. Wow. But yes, yeah, so, I mean that. That's the thing. It wasn't. I mean, they're all learning to to wrestle during the course of the show, and like the show was more about the, the two main female leads, and they're kind of like push and pull relationship i won't get into it because it's kind of like a major plot point but they don't like each other uh and so like it was really just a story very much akin to like orange is the new black a group of women their relationships their problems you know an authority figure they're trying to get to a certain goal here um you know making this low budget wrestling show but I think that's what kind of like sucked my wife in, like like just you know a all female cast, and and we're both big Orange is the New Black fans, and I know uh, a couple of the producers from that show actually worked on this show, so yeah, I mean it was it, it was cool, and I can't wait for the second season. I, I I can't wait to see where they go with it. Yeah, I don't know when it will actually come on, but yeah, I know they like no, just the announced season, it. Yeah. yeah, I know the second season's coming, which is good. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see, like you said, like where it goes, you know, I don't want to get too much into the, into the show. People haven't seen it that are listening, but you know, there was some good character development like that started to end this season. So I want to know what happens. I want to find out. Yeah. And it's funny because the original glow, the real one only lasted like four or five years. So yeah. It wasn't like... around too long. <laughs> it's like, I wonder if the, if this glow will last four or five years, like, could they go any further? But like, oh. nope. once it's over, it's over. <laughs> like, it's done. But we got uh, nothing. But I, I think, uh, yeah, definitely we'd both recommend it. And I'd say like you don't have to be a wrestling fan, uh, to enjoy it. No, I just, it, it was a good show. If you're a Mark Marin fan, you're going to like the show. If you like community and you like some of the characters from there, it's cool to see them kind of, you know, in this. Because I think uh, Allison's character slightly still like uh, her yeah. character on community. I think there's like, you know, I think that's her. You know, that's really her. But I don't know her, so I, I can't tell you. But um, <laughs> although I like to. <laughs> um, but uh, hope anyway. Your, hope your wife doesn't <laughs> listen to this podcast. Nah. <laughs> You know, the what cool, are you, doing? you know, one of the cool things for me was whenever they do like a, um, a piece like this, a TV show like this, it's like set back in the eighties, you know, if they're like eating and drinking certain things, they could just do, you know, throw away generic things, packaging and stuff like that. But they actually had like the real Doritos bags from the eighties, the real seven yeah. up bottles from the eighties. Like, like I it's like the what, details, man. Yeah. It's just those details, the little nuances of just like, all right, we set this in the eighties, you know, we're trying to really create this feel and just little things like that. But like, Oh, they really put some like effort into making this, you know, have that eighties feeling to it, uh, beyond just, you know, the big hair and the, the clothing. And then, like you said, Mark Maron's car, stuff like that. It was stuff like that's really cool. Yeah. I, I'm a, I like the eighties. I would. I like. I love the '80s. I love the movies. I love every, you know all the stuff about the '80s. Would I want to live back in the '80s? 
No. What? I just like all the stuff. You, you did live through the 80s. I did, and mean, that was enough. Did, you mean you wouldn't want to go back there as an adult? No, would not. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'd like to go back there and just buy all the toys I had and keep them in the package this time. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. That's the, yeah. That's that's Back to the Future uh, storyline stuff. <laughs> just get me an almanac and I'll be happy. Yeah, absolutely. Um Speaking of old-timey stuff, we don't know if we're going to have time to get to this. I think we have time to get to this. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> so Tim and I were in the woods. Now, um, <laughs> speaking of, of old stuff from our childhood, ah, there's a segue for you. Mm. Um, one of my favorite cartoons uh, growing up, and this is in the 90s now, um, on Nickelodeon was Rocco's Modern Life. And I loved all the cartoons on Nickelodeon. Ren and Stimpy, Doug, um, that was it. Just those three. <laughs> just I love oh, just, just, just uh, those three really. All the all the rest can eat my ass. No, uh, no. This one's like cat wow. dog and and was it the wild thornberries and some shit. But like, uh, like the original like Rugrats, the original Nicktoons, the original like four like hardcore Nicktoons were Rugrats, Ren Stimpy, Rocco's Modern Life, and um, did I just say it? What was the fourth one? I lost it. Yeah, I'm gone. Doug and Doug. Doug. Doug sorry. Yes. I so, like Doug. But <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah, uh, he's a cool dude. They're they're bringing which I, I don't I didn't know if we talked about it. You said we didn't. I'm going to take your word for it. They're bringing Rocco's Modern Life back. Yes. As as a uh one-off like one-time movie, like 1 hour 44 minute whatever it is movie and they premiered some footage at Comic-Con mm-hmm. and they've got the entire original voice cast back. And I'm super excited for it. And, and I got to see, I got to see all of them together at the Nick uh, booth. Actually, I have a picture, I believe, on my phone that you uh, didn't show me yet. I just, it just, hey, just all clicked in, buddy. Just all clicked in. <laughs> uh, with Tom Kenny, yeah. you know the guy who does like a the thousand voice of voices, Spo- the voice of SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even put two and two together, and I'm like, <gasps> Rocco you know, was like, his well, first gig. Rocco was yeah, his first voice like, acting gig. Yeah. Again, it clicked in a little bit late. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, and I really think for me, from a writing perspective, like with a day's work with our comic, like it really is one of the influences. Just because of how weird it was, as most of the Nicktoons were, kind of like Ren Stimpy mm-hmm. and Rocco, which were the height of weirdness for especially for a children's <laughs> cartoon, um, and just like how it kind of straddled the line between like adult themes and kid themes. I mean, at one point Rocco was a sex phone operator in one scene of Rocco's modern life. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. No. Yeah, he was. And like, Oh, his, wait, wait. Uh... His neighbor called in his, <laughs> yeah. female, his female neighbor, Mrs. Big Head called. She was like, Rocco. And he was like, Mrs. Big Head. And like, yeah. <laughs> like oh, be baby. hot. Was it be oh. hot? Be naughty, be courteous. I think yeah. it was like a catchphrase or something like that. Like, like that is a kid's cartoon. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Like, <laughs> rock out. And it's like, oh, my God. And, like, you're a kid. And, like, you don't understand what's happening. You're like, haha, they're talking like grownups. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then you look back and you're like, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Did you learn the birds and the bees from Rocco's Modern Life? Just sort of. Um but yes, I mean, like that's kind of what when I'm writing the book, it's like, all right, I don't want to go too like over the top, like blue humor, but like I don't want to write 
a kid's comic book. And like you and I have talked about this and we, we've struggled with it. Like, you know, and you'll tell me if I'm like too far over the line, you'd be like, eh, rain this back. And, and, you know, but, um, it's like, I think that's really where it comes from. Like, like to be able to kind of have something that you can aim at a certain demographic, like kids, teens, whatever, and then kind of have it whoop, like flip back and forth to kind of like snap adults at attention to be like, wait, what did he say? Like, wait, huh? I, it's masterful. It's very, it's very yeah. hard to do. Yeah, I 100% agree with that one. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> it's, well, it's one of the things I like, too. I, I talked about last week by myself, but the new DuckTales uh, cartoon. <laughs> I feel like that show really, um, not in a risque way, but just like some of the witty humor on that show was definitely like over kids' heads a little bit. I and that's like, fine. That's okay. Yeah. But that's the thing, like all these, all these reboots and everything now, and, and bringing all this stuff back from the '90s and '80s and stuff. Like, uh, they've they've got to keep it smart. Like, you want us, you want us thirty somethings to to, you know, the nostalgia audience to watch it and still enjoy it and enjoy it on our level now, as opposed to just enjoying it, you know, just having kids enjoy it. Like, you should be able to sit down and watch it with your kid and almost both laugh at different things. Or, in my case, we laugh at the same exact things for <laughs> Tim, different reasons. <laughs> Tim is mentally five years old, for those listening at home. <laughs> Hi, everybody. But yeah, no. It, it's just it's so good. cool, like the voice actors and stuff. Like you said, Tom Kenny and then Carlos Alazacri is the voice of, mm-hmm. of Rocco and, and Spunky. And uh, he was also amazing on Reno 911. And a cool dude to, <laughs> and a cool dude to follow on Twitter. Oh, he's a, did, were you a Reno 911 fan? I was a Reno 911 fan. Okay. Um, the first handful of seasons i think there was a there was a few seasons right it was like five seasons and a movie. yeah so like the first two three uh i was very uh involved with i the stuff that they got away with pretty awesome yeah that was a great show so we so talking about voices you and i were actually having a conversation that when we when we were having and i was like oh this would be good on the podcast if a day's work became an animated series, you know, professionally produced on TV, animated series, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, wherever it may land. Who who, who have you thought in your head would kind of voice some of the characters? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> it's so weird because if if there was, like, no, like, budget didn't exist. No, no, no restraint. Don't think about that. Just, like, no dream, dream person, uh, yeah. And this, this is going to sound funny, but for the Finch character, it would have to be David Spade. Really? I'm, oh yeah, it would have to be him. Um, it's funny because that was a nickname I actually had, and that's what people used to call me, and still do. They call me Finch, but it was because I was so overly sarcastic to customers. Well, in the first year I was there, it was just like I don't know, defense mechanism, I guess. I don't know that some of the guys were like, you know what, you kind of look and remind me of David Spade, and the one guy. Uh, was involved like he was obsessed with this one show and David Spade's character in the show was called Finch so that's how I got the nickname that stuck from 1997 till now <laughs> uh, Finch so I would love 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 because it would just be so poetic if uh, David Spade was the voice of Finch that would be that would just be like an awesome awesome thing that's awesome yeah <laughs> like you said that's cool. yeah. yeah that's like the best word i could use sometimes it's just the word awesome when in doubt use awesome i was thinking definitely for barry because barry's a character that that i created you know to kind of like 
the plus was very white. <laughs> All the guys, the days were very white. I'm like, we need some diversity in it and the day's work. Um, so I created Barry and really when I created Barry, I, I was thinking along the lines of uh, cyborg from teen Titans go. Oh, yeah. And so I, and whenever I, whenever I write the show now, oh, whenever I write God, the script, we ever got his voice. Yeah. Oh. Kari Payton, who also plays King Ezekiel on the walking dead, amazing actor, amazing voice actor. Like when I write, I, I think I write jokes for Barry and, and write his conversation. I write with, with Kari Payton's voice in my head and nice. like, it's just kind of like, like naturally like go to that and like i hear him and i'm like oh this would actually this joke is perfect this line is perfect whatever so yeah that'd be that'd be interesting if david spade and kari payton is the voice of our two main characters <laughs> and then yeah. uh who you, you said know, who said somebody for do we talk about junior that or did i come up with i think i said bobby cannavale for for junior yeah you know uh, did you have a better I, one no i think i i think that would work um or I was gonna say, I was gonna say um, either for for Tyler, or for um, uh, Finch if we couldn't get David Spade, you know whatever the scenario was. Uh, Jake Johnson actually, I think he's got a cool voice, I mean, and he's his demeanor and personality I think would go along with the the show very well. I don't know who that is. Oh, you got to check out. He's um, uh, I forget his name on the show, but he's in that uh, New Girl, which is a Oh, okay. Funny freaking show, and he's he was in uh, Let's Be Cops, uh, and a few others like good funny movies. So the guy's I like that guy. He's he's uh, he's talented dude. That's cool. I was thinking for um, for Moose, I was thinking uh, Adam Devine from Workaholics. <laughs> Do you watch Workaholics? Have you ever I did. Work- okay. I did. Yeah, I think I think it actually ended this past season. But yeah, I think he would be great as Moose. He's got kind of like a goofiness and a little bit of like a squealiness at times when he gets excited, like just based on his, his work on workaholics, his character there and the way his voice and mannerisms is like, I think he would fit, fit for Moose, especially the getting naked and thrown in a dumpster. I think he'd be <laughs> able to react to that. Spoiler. Spoiler. That's out already. It was actually like yeah. four, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, you know who, what I like too. um, he was in Deadpool. He was, uh, and a few other random things, Silicon Valley, that that show. He's not on there anymore. But uh, T.J. Miller. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned that when we were talking. Yeah, T- yeah, that could work for Moose. <laughs> it's just a voice. The voice, I just, I can picture it with the character. Yeah, so. he could be one of the plus goblins too. Even. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, totally. No, you know who I'd want? Oh, you know who I wanted for the plus goblins? Speaking of Arena Nine One One, for the plus goblins, I wanted uh, Tom Lennon. And, uh, ben, and Ben Garrett. Oh, nice, the, the nice. Two, yeah, they would be phenomenal as the plus goblins on Moose's how about, shoulder. How about Morgan Freeman? For what? <laughs> For the plus goblins. <laughs> it's like too regal. <laughs> <laughs> well, Moose, like, you've done it again. You've... Him and Patrick Stewart doing the voices of that. <laughs> no, no, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Oh, <laughs> That would be phenomenal. I'm just getting the, like... <laughs> Damn it, Moose! What are you doing in that dumpster nude? Oh my <laughs> word, boy! Like that would be insane. Oh, that would be hilarious. I'm trying they'd, to think of a better. They have their own spinoff, no problem. <laughs> we get canceled. They're just like, let's do that Goblin show. <laughs> Screw these guys. I'm trying to think of a better one for Junior. Bobby Cannavale just popped into my head because I really enjoyed him on uh, season two of Masters of None, Aziz Ansari's show on Netflix. I'm trying to think of somebody like I almost want to say like, probably like. Like Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond. 
could, oh, yeah, he, I could yeah, see because he's junior. got that. He's got that voice. What are you kids doing here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might be too deep for you. Yeah. Oh, uh, or hey, dude, Will Sasso, man. Oh, I love Will Sasso. How crazy would that be? That would be perfect for Junior. Oh, I'm gonna write right? that down. Dude, I, do you listen to Ten Minute Podcast? Uh, I have not. Oh, you are. I've wasting your life. I know. <laughs> it's ten I minutes, know. twice a week. I'm not even gonna defend myself because I know. Go back, listen to all. It's, it sucks because actually it took a lot of the older episodes off of iTunes, but you can listen to them on YouTube. He's actually got oh. like the whole back catalog on their YouTube channel. Okay, I'll have uh, to go there. Yeah. Oh man, Will Sesso is junior is perfect. Holy shit. How did I not think of that? Yeah, mine your mind just got rocked. I am physically angry at myself. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna kick my own ass when we're done recording here. And I think um for Holly's character, I would have to go with Betty White. Sure. <laughs> God rest her soul. No, no, she's alive. She's fine. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> she's fine. No, for Holly it, you know what I was thinking? Uh, Sarah Chalk from Scrubs. Yes. Oh, and that's so funny you mentioned that because I, we had this conversation a long time ago, but I am now officially into Rick and Morty. Oh, see, that's where we have to part ways. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm officially – I've watched a good couple of shows, and uh, I, I, there, I was laughing. I was laughing out loud. I, I lulled. And uh, I was like, ah, okay, okay, I, I get this, okay, it's cool, it's cool. I'm not obsessive over it, I'm not going to cosplay over it, well, but, uh... Go big know. or go home, but... <laughs> well, yeah, clearly, uh, I'll just go home. No, but she's she's the voice, because I couldn't figure out, because it sounded so familiar, oh, but she's, she's the voice, the voice of the girl in that show. Huh. So I'm like, oh... Well, she's got the experience we need. <laughs> there you go. She's also Sold. awesome on scripts. Yes. Uh, and she's part of the Roseanne reunion, which I won't be watching, but... Um, yeah, yeah. No. Well, that's good. That's the main care. And more, you can just do Morris. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do Morris. It's got oh, one. That's... It's got one line. Meh. This is one thing. Meh. Uh, Meh. Cool, man. All right. Yeah. I think we can do this. I'll call Hollywood. We'll get Hollywood you do on it. Phone. <laughs> I got them. One eight hundred Hollywood. We've already casted the damn thing. Come on. Yeah. Done. Uh, all right. So we're we're well over our allotted time that we self allotted um <laughs> damn yeah. us yeah so thank you guys and gals so much for listening to today's work podcast you can find it on soundcloud and itunes if you're listening on itunes make sure you subscribe make sure you rate and review the show we'd really appreciate it tell us how awesome or how terrible we are we got one star for mondays with morris on uh on line webtoon i'm sure we can get that on on itunes i mean come on oh yeah <laughs> i bet you I- I bet you guys could give us a star. Please Come don't, on. though. Please don't. No, give us five. <laughs> give us, please give us five stars. Give us five. Uh, you can follow us everywhere else on social media, at A Day's Work, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on Twitter, at Chris Robinson and Jay. You can find Tim on Twitter and Facebook, at uh, E9 Studios on Twitter, at 119 Studios on Facebook. Uh, and if you really want to support the show and you want to hear this podcast a day early and get all our comic strips a day early and get social media shout-outs and follows and all that good jazz, Go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash a day's work. And if you can support us, we would truly appreciate it. Do you have anything else to say, Tim? Oh, uh, please go to comicsology.com as well. Nope. No. <laughs> Don't go there. What? No. Yeah. Yes, that's where the comic book there. is. Yeah. Go uh, there. Download the comic. You're going to love the comic. 
visit our friends over at rackfest.com. We got some stuff oh, up yeah. there. Phaser's got some stuff up there. Apex has some stuff up there. Apex Comics. Uh, yeah, got to give them a quick shout out. Apex. Rackfest. All right. Thank you, guys. We're going to bail. Bye.